the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome back to the Dan Prof Show. Moving from the geopolitical with Lieutenant Colonel Jim Carafano to the domestic political culture in America. Much is being made of this uh, monologue that Bill Maher gave on his HBO program over the weekend, taking up uh, the opposition to the cancel culture, uh, or which I think is a euphemistic way to describe it. It's really the purge. Uh, even a uh, disreputable figure like Bill Maher fancies himself a libertarian, but is clearly a man on the left, man of the left, I should say. Uh, even he can uh, be in the vicinity sometimes. Of course, the problem is what you're about to hear from him is very convenient marketing position for him, isn't it? Because it's nihilists like Bill Maher who've brought us to this place of Caligula in 21st century America. Nonetheless, Bill Maher inveighing against cancel culture. And if in case you're ready to jump on board, just listen to the subtle, really not so subtle tells as Bill Maher explains his opposition. Liberals need a stand your ground law for cancel culture. So that when the woke mob comes after you for some ridiculous offense, you'll stand your ground. Stop apologizing. Because I can't keep up anymore with who's on the shit list. Crane Seals and his audience who would be happy to applaud the opposite position if he supported the cancel culture. Now, lately, Republicans have been trying to appropriate the term cancel culture to describe what happens to them when they get a just comeuppance for actual crimes. And this muddying the water is unfortunate because cancel culture is real, it's insane, and it's growing exponentially. And it's coming to a neighborhood near you. If you think it's just for celebrities, no. In an era where everyone is online, everyone is a public figure. It's like we're all trapped in the hills have eyes and Wi-Fi. <laughs> Take Mr. Emmanuel Cafferty. He is was a San Diego gas and electric worker, but he got fired because someone reported him making a white supremacist hand gesture outside the window of his truck. But he's not a white supremacist, he's Latino. And he wasn't making a hand gesture, he was probably just flicking a booger. <laughs> Is this really who we want to become? A society of phony, clenched hole avatars? walking on eggshells, always looking over your shoulder about getting ratted out for something that actually has nothing to do with your character or morals. Think about everything you've ever texted, emailed, searched for, tweeted, blogged, or said in passing, or now even just witnessed. Someone had a Confederate flag in their dorm room in 1990 and you didn't do anything? You laughed at a Woody Allen movie? And Mar continued that it persists despite the stated opposition. Curious. And 62% of Americans say they have opinions they're afraid to share. 80% of Americans, young, 
old, rich, poor, conservative, liberal, white, minority, all hate the current atmosphere of hypersensitivity. Yeah, everybody hates it, and no one stands up to it. Because it's always the safe thing to swallow what you really think and just join the mob. Well, he's right about that. I mean, again, just quickly, the tells, I mean, the, referring to that uh, utility worker who was fired, he was probably flicking a booger, right? This is the disdain that uh, Bill Maher and those inside his bubble have for working men and women, how the low opinion they have. You know, these are otherwise mouth-breathing troglodytes who probably voted for Trump, but it doesn't mean they should be fired for uh, non-offenses, as he describes. But Bill Maher is not wearing a white hat here, to be clear. But he is raising a point that, by the way, is a pedestrian one. I don't know why he gets credit for coming to uh, a recognition of something people like me have been talking about for 25 years. People like Shelby Steele have been talking about for the better part of six decades uh, when the civil rights movement became an identitarian movement that spawned more identitarian movements through the decades, starting on college campuses and radiating out into the rest of culture, such as we find ourselves with this censorious culture now where everybody's trying to, not everybody, but where you have a certain cadre of people that are trying to jackpot one another to foment silence and thus impose authoritarianism as, as culture, you know, orthodoxy of opinion, compulsory unification of. So he's right about that. But of course, this is a long time in coming, and perhaps it's getting too close to him and industries he cares about, people he cares about. As I, well, as I said, it's very convenient for him to take this position at this juncture. He provided a couple of uh, specific examples of late to drive home the point. The Mandalorian's Gina Carano is a person I'd never heard of and resent that I have now. <laughs> She's some conservative wrestling chick who kicks on a show I wouldn't watch if I was in prison. <laughs> and she made some Nazi analogy. Who doesn't these days? You're like the Nazis is the new I don't like you. <laughs> it's always okay with Trump the Nazi. That disqualifies her for marching around planet who gives a in a helmet? Yeah, he makes the point that it used to be in Hollywood 60 years ago that uh, if you disagreed with me, you don't get to work. That used to be something that left in Hollywood lamented. Now it's, of course, what they enforce because there is no moral foundation from which they're operating. It's just a power foundation. Uh, Mar also picks up on, you know, in, in the predicate ca conversation here is precisely that, the foundation from which you're operating yeah, and the quality of the thinking, the quality of the discourse Right. You immediately go to Godwin's law as soon as you have a disagreement with someone. He's right to say you're a Nazi means I disagree with you. Uh, Chris Harrison, the host of The Bachelor. But again, the predicate question, what kind of culture in what kind of culture is a show like The Bachelor popular? He's the host of The Bachelor and is stepping away, stepping away <laughs> to educate himself on a more profound and productive level than ever before. Oh, good. Good. Because all my life, I've looked up to the host of the F*** a Stranger show. Yeah, I, it's a funny line and a salient point. But again, who brought us to this point? Who brought us to this point where the culture is what it is? Uh, the 
personalities and shows that are popular are what they are. That to me seems the bigger question or the bigger call for reflection. This is Dan Pell. Love stinks. Listen to podcasts of the show at danproftshow.com.